And uh, remember, kids' camp's in session for the young people, so uh, take advantage of that as well, right? Well, this summer we're on a, on a sightseeing journey, and we're uh, stopping at different places in Israel and kind of gleaning from those places. Uh, you know, what can they teach us? What can they tell us? What did Jesus do there? So uh, today we're going to make a stop uh, June 9th, 2007, 3.09 a.m. See where we go. Today it's a big church in a bustling city. But centuries ago it was a faraway place, just a small little village where people scraped to make their lives work. And yet in that small little village, in a grotto, a cave where a family lived, God would show up to a young girl. Imagine what it was like for her just growing up in this little village and no great palaces or great places, living in a cave. And then one day, in the middle of the day, an angel shows up and says she's chosen. She's the one to move God's plan for humanity forward with the birth of a child. Today we're going to talk about how God shows up in the everyday. Maybe not in great churches and uh, high steeples, but in the everyday where we live. That an angel would come to a, a small grotto and a young girl, and the story of salvation would move forward. We'll talk about how God shows up in the everyday. If we see him and notice him, our lives can be different, just like Mary's. If we're able to utter the same thing and say, whatever you desire, God, I'm your servant. Okay, any guess where we made the stop today? Ah, that's right. Nobody would know this place. It's just this obscure little village, insignificant little place called Nazareth. Right? If you look at the screen and... Uh, we look at the map to see where this place is, uh, Nazareth. Uh, you remember we were up up here at the Sea of Galilee before and at Capernaum up here. Uh, and I put that big blue arrow in there to help you see where uh, where Nazareth is, right, right there, right? Uh, Nazareth. Now what's interesting about Nazareth is notice what's right next to, uh, right next to Nazareth there. Can you see it and read it? have a small map. It's Mount Tabor. So if Mount Tabor is right there, Nazareth is right there, what do you suppose the, the geography is, kind of the regional geography of, of the land is there? It is mountainous, right? Mount Tabor, mountain. It is mountainous, okay? So uh, the interesting thing about Nazareth is, is that Nazareth is part of the Nazarene mountain range that's in uh, northern uh, Israel. And Nazareth itself, at least in Jesus' day, was simply this little village, this little place in this mountain region built into a hillside. And uh, around the, there was this hillside, and then it's also a location where it's just kind of this big bowl, right? I mean, mountains all around, and there was only one way in and one way out. And this little village of uh, Nazareth was kind of tucked into this, this bowl kind of up on the side of one of the hills. Because of that, uh, Nazareth was not a place anybody desired to go. It, it wasn't on any trade route. It, it wasn't on any you know, significant path where people traveled. It was just this obscure little place 
tucked into this little valley on this little hillside. That was Nazareth. Nazareth was, in Jesus' day, your typical blink-and-miss-it little community. You heard of blink-and-miss-it little communities? Of course you have, right? I grew up in one, by the way. I grew up in a blink-and-miss-it little community, right? My hometown had uh, 1,100 people in it when I lived there. I think it's even less now. Uh, it had like 1,100 people uh, living in town. And its only hope was it was right on, it's right on Highway 72 down in Illinois, and it goes Genoa, which is a bigger town, Kingston, and then Kirkland. The only hope we had was Kingston was even smaller. So the hope was people would blink in Kingston and totally miss it and at least get their eyes open to see us in Kirkland. That's the way it was. But just this little burg of a place, right? Well, that's where Jesus comes from. Jesus comes from Nazareth. Now, what's interesting, if you go to the next slide, Nazareth is a different kind of place uh, today compared to what it was in Jesus' time. As you look at the Google Earth there and look at the, the city of today, it's actually much larger and sprawling uh, than that. Uh, Nazareth today is the largest city in the, the northern province there of, uh, of Israel. And what's interesting about uh, Nazareth today is not only is the largest population, but the population itself, the people who live there, are predominantly Arab-Israeli citizens. So it's predominantly Arab community. And yet, uh, right there in the midst of uh, Nazareth, you've got that arrow there that I'm pointing to. You've got the Church of the Annunciation. And uh, the Church of the Annunciation is a church that was built over the site where they believe, tradition has it, that the angel appeared to Mary to tell Mary she was going to bear a child. And if you go to the next slide, you can kind of see inside the Church of the Annunciation there, and you can see the altar, and then behind the altar there, you see the gate going in there, and uh, behind that gate is just a little cave, just kind of this little grotto. Uh, and tradition has it, it was at that place, in this little grotto, where Mary was, and on just a day, just a day, just a regular old day, no appointments made, just a regular old day, God showed up in Mary's life, and her life changed significantly. They start putting this all together. Remember, where did Mary come from? Well, she came from, from Nazareth, and Nazareth was just this insignificant little community tucked in the mountains, hard to get to, hard to get out of. And yet, when God showed up on that day, Mary went from becoming some insignificant young woman who probably was only, you know, cared about by her, her mom and dad and by this guy named Joseph that, Joseph that was mad about, mad crazy about her, right? He wanted to marry her. Other than that, people probably didn't care much about Mary. She was just another girl in town. But when God showed up, her life went from being insignificant to being significant, to the point that to this day, today, we're gathering here and talking about Mary, an insignificant girl in an insignificant little village. And yet when God came into her life, her life was elevated to extraordinary significance. That's the way it is when God shows up. And that's the way it is for this little town of Nazareth, this little insignificant place, now takes on significance because in this place Jesus grows up. We know that from uh, from Scripture. You go to Luke 2, 
It says, after Joseph and Mary had done everything that the law of the Lord commands, they returned home to Nazareth in Galilee. And the child Jesus grew. He became strong and wise, and God blessed him. So they went down to Jerusalem when Jesus was a baby. They did everything that the law required. And then, of course, they packed everything back up, and they went back to Nazareth. And then when Jesus is 12 years old, we have the story in Luke that they managed to get out of Nazareth and find their way back down to Jerusalem. And uh, it says in Luke 2 that uh, when that whole experience was over, Jesus went back to Nazareth with his parents and obeyed them. And a whole bunch of parents just jabbed their teenagers. Uh, he went back and they obeyed him. Uh, he obeyed them. And his mother kept on thinking about all, all that happened. And Jesus became wise and he grew strong. And God was pleased with him, and so were the people. So Jesus goes back to Nazareth, and he grows up in Nazareth. And we don't hear about him again until he's 30 years old or thereabouts. And he emerges once again from this seemingly insignificant little village. And when he emerges and he starts his ministry, he begins to call people to follow him. And we get the experience of him calling his disciples. And in one of those instances, when he's calling Philip, the experience happens where an important question is asked. It's important even for us today. Here's the text. It comes out of John 1. It says, Philip, God, Jesus had called Philip to follow him. And, and Philip then says, Philip then found Nathanael and said, We have found the one that Moses and the prophets wrote about. He, he is Jesus the son of Joseph from where? Nazareth. You see it there, right? He's Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. There's no confusion here about who Philip is referring to, right? And there's no confusion about who he is and where he comes from. Notice Nathaniel's response. Nathaniel asked, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Can anything good come out of this insignificant little place called Nazareth? Have you ever noticed in, in the world that when people think about God, they also think about how God ought to act? I mean, I, I mean they kind of they have this understanding about, well, okay, if God is significant and, and God can do things, then, well, God ought to do this or God ought to do that. And they somehow try to decide how God ought to act. The only problem with the whole scheme is that God does what God wants. God doesn't always act the way we want them to act. You can kind of hear it in Nathaniel's question, can't you? Nathaniel's saying, now, now wait a minute. Are you kidding me? Nazareth? Come on. The Messiah, the one we've waited for for generation to generation. The Messiah, let me set you straight. The Messiah, he ought to come at least from Jerusalem. I mean, if God is going to act, and this is the one that's really the Messiah, he ought to come from Jerusalem. At the, at the least, he ought to come from Bethlehem, David's town. Even the prophets talk about that. I mean, can't you hear Nathaniel asking those questions? Can't you hear Nathaniel kind of skeptically looking at the situation and saying, wait a minute, Nazareth, God shouldn't work that way. God should work this way. God should work so it's Jerusalem, or God should work so it's Bethlehem. God just shouldn't show up and work the way God wants to work. There's so many people. There's so many people who look at God and see God as insignificant to their life because God doesn't act 
the way they think God ought to act. Nathaniel is confronted with Jesus acting in his everyday life at that moment. And he has a blink or miss it moment. Will he blink because he says God should only work this way and miss it? Or will he open his eyes to see that God shows up in our everyday, but God always shows up the way God wants to show up? Are you with me? Do you understand? God shows up the way God wants to show up. And when God shows up, he always makes a difference. You see, Nathaniel is asking that question. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? I mean, can anything really significant, can anything that would make any difference in life really come from such an insignificant place like Nazareth? In, in today's world, we might take that same question and translate it a different way. We would take that same question and say, can Jesus really make any difference? Can, can Jesus really make every, any difference in my everyday life? Or he's, is he just a historical character and a nice guy and some wise teachings? Uh, can he really make any difference in the everyday experience of my life? Let's look at the scripture and see the answer to the question. You ready? If you look at Matthew 21, Matthew 21 is the experience of Jesus showing up in Jerusalem after he had been in ministry. And he shows up into Jerusalem, and it's, it's the day that we in our church here talk about as Palm Sunday. And, and if you remember the story, Jesus shows up riding a donkey, and, and what happens in the city? Oh, people start getting excited. People start getting excited because they hear Jesus is coming and, and they start throwing their coats in front of the donkey and they cut branches down and, and make a highway for him. And, and all of a sudden the whole city starts getting into a stir. The text says it this way. When Jesus came to Jerusalem, everyone in the city was excited and asked, Who can this be? The crowd answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from where? Nazareth in Galilee. On that day, Jesus walked into Jerusalem and things began to change. Excitement stirred the city. See, all those folks that were in Jerusalem on that day, they'd probably been there years before that and years before that. And every time it was Passover and, and they knew what it was to be there and they were just going to have another Passover and this was just going to be another experience. But when Jesus showed up on that day, things changed. When he showed up, things changed. And they begin asking questions. Who is this person and what does this mean in my life? When Jesus shows up in our everyday experience, he makes a difference. Need more evidence? Look at the experience of Jesus in Capernaum, a place we visited before. Now, Jesus in Capernaum, and he's going about his everyday, and it's just another day in the experience of the people in Capernaum. It says, Jesus and his disciples went to the town of Capernaum. Then on the next Sabbath, he went into the Jewish meeting place and he started teaching. And everyone was amazed at his teachings. He, he taught them with authority. And not like the teachers of the law of Moses. Are things beginning to change in Capernaum? I mean, they've been to the synagogue how many times? But this time, 
Jesus shows up at the synagogue and he begins to teach and right away things change because he's not like everybody else that's been teaching. All of a sudden Jesus is teaching with authority and all of a sudden his words had weight and difference. Then look what happens next in the text. Suddenly, in the midst of this whole experience, a man with an evil spirit in him entered the meeting place and yelled, Jesus from Nazareth, what do you want with us? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are God's Holy One who's speaking. Not just the man, of course, but the evil spirit, right? Is this a significant moment where Jesus is making a difference? You see, even the evil spirit knows who Jesus is and knows the power of Jesus in your everyday life. And the spirit is afraid. When Jesus shows up in the everyday lives of people, even the evil spirits tremble. And look what happens before the experience is over. It says, Jesus told the evil spirit, be quiet, come out of the man. The spirit shook him. Then it gave a loud shout and left. And everyone was completely surprised and kept saying to each other, what is this? It must be some kind of new, kind of powerful teaching. Even the devil and the evil spirits obey him. And news about Jesus quickly spread all over Galilee. You see how Jesus showed up on that day? And his presence made all the difference in that man's life. When Jesus shows up, it makes all the difference. Give you one more piece of evidence. That's blind Bartimaeus out of uh, Mark 10. There's blind Bartimaeus who's, who's been showing up every day and sitting by the roadside every day and waiting every day for something to happen that would change his life. And so he shows up on another day just like every day he showed up before. And in this everyday experience, all of a sudden he hears the word that Jesus from Nazareth is coming. The text says it this way. The blind beggar by the name Bartimaeus, son of Timinius, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus from where? Nazareth. Got it? He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And Jesus engages Bartimaeus. And when the experience is over, Bartimaeus can see for the first time in his life. You see, Jesus is willing to show up in the everyday experience of people's lives. And when he shows up in those everyday experiences, he makes all the difference. The apostles understood this. Peter understood this on a day that we call Pentecost. When he's preaching his message to anybody who listen on that day, he says in Acts 2, now, now listen. Now listen to what I have to say about Jesus from where? Nazareth, right? Jesus from Nazareth. God proved that he sent Jesus to you by having him work miracles, wonders, and signs. Was Jesus making a difference? Wherever Jesus showed up in the scriptures, in people's lives, lives changed. Jesus makes all the difference. Can he really make a difference? Absolutely. But now here's the harder question. You ready for the next harder question? You see, the harder question is not, can Jesus just show up in people's lives and make a difference? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? The harder question is, can Jesus really make a difference in my life? Can Jesus really make 
a difference and work in your life. Now, remember, where does he come from? Nazareth. He comes from Nazareth, that obscure little place, that that unimportant little place, that insignificant little place, that out-of-the-way place that nobody really cared about. And the truth? There's a lot of people in the world today, at this very moment, that feel and have their life experience like Nazareth. Not feeling very important. Not feeling very loved or significant. Not feeling like their life has any real significant purpose or direction. Feeling very burdened and feeling very low. Not sure where their life is headed and they can't see a direction ahead. You see, there's people out there and there's some of you in the room today who feel just like Nazareth. Obscure, insignificant, unimportant. But let me remind you something. Where did Jesus grow up? In Nazareth. You see, Jesus came and he grew up in the very place of insignificance. He grew up in that very place that was insignificant and unimportant in the world. He knows exactly where you are in this moment because he has lived in that exact place. He understands because he grew up in the surroundings of that same attitude and understanding. Jesus knows your Nazareth. And can he make any difference? It is exactly for Nazareth that he came. He he says it this way in Mark 2. He says, Jesus heard them and answered, Healthy people don't need a doctor, but sick people do. I didn't come to invite good people to be my followers. I came to invite who? Sinners. What's he saying? Look, I, I didn't come for people who like they got life all together. No, I came for people who live in Nazareth. I came for people who understand and, and who struggle and who live in the obscurity of Nazareth. That's who I came for. I came to make all the difference in your life. If you feel like Nazareth today, Jesus came to be in your today and your tomorrow to take you just like he took Mary from being that insignificant person in that obscure place, becoming that person who is loved and claimed by Christ and that person of significance who has a purpose and an intention for your life. Listen, I can tell you today, just like Peter was able to tell that person who also felt like they were from Nazareth, that Jesus can make all the difference in your life. For Peter, it it happened this way from Acts 3. It says, but Peter said, "I, I don't have silver or gold, but I give you what I do have. In the name of Jesus Christ from where? Nazareth. In the name of Jesus Christ from Nazareth. In the name of Jesus Christ from that that place of obscurity. In the name of Jesus Christ, that place who understands insignificance. That that place that seems so unimportant and uncared for. That place called Nazareth. Jesus 
who knows that place, get up and start walking. If you're in that place, if you know people in that place, you need to just tell them there is a person named Jesus who comes from that place. And he makes all the difference because now we can see like blind Bartimaeus. Now we can have those burdens that weigh down our life cast off us like that evil spirit was cast out of that man. Now we can move ahead in our lives because we know Jesus who drives himself into Jerusalem and brings hope and excitement to life. You see, Jesus makes all the difference in every single day. Now you're skeptical about it. You're, you're Nathaniel still, and, and you say, "Oh, come on now! Can any good really, can any good really come out of Nazareth? Can can he really overcome? Can he really overcome the challenges that I'm burdened with?" Let remi- let me remind you. Let me remind you of what happened to that Jesus who came from Nazareth and how significant his life was. Remember, he came from Nazareth and he went to Jerusalem. And finally, on his last trip to Jerusalem, the religious leaders turned against him. The state turned against him. The whole world turned against him. And the whole world was covered with darkness. And he hung on a cross. And Pilate had a, had a sign put over the top of his head. And it says in John 19, Pilate ordered the charge against Jesus be written on a board and put it above the cross. And it read what? Jesus of where? Nazareth. Jesus of that insignificant, unimportant, obscure place. He now dies for you. And he takes all the burden and all the emptiness and all the weight. He takes all that seems insignificant and worthless. And he nails it to that tree. Can he overcome? Can he overcome? And three days later, there's an angel sitting on a stone outside Jerusalem in front of a tomb. And the man said, Don't be alarmed. You're looking for who? Jesus from Nazareth. You're looking for Jesus, the one from Nazareth who was nailed to the cross, who who took all that insignificant life stuff. God has raised him to life, and he isn't here anymore. You can see the place where they put his body. He isn't here anymore because he is alive to be in your everyday. He's alive to be in your everyday and face every obstacle you face and help you find the hope and the path and the strength to overcome it. So here's the questions. Here's the questions. Can Jesus really make a difference? Yes. Can he work even in my life? In your life? Yes. Can he overcome the insignificance and the obstacles that you're facing? Yes. Can Jesus of Nazareth, a dead man, Rise from the grave to become alive in your every tomorrow? Yes. Can anything significant come out of Nazareth? 
Yes, it already has. And it's come from Nazareth to be part of every moment in your life. Don't be skeptical. Don't blink and miss it. Just look for the power of God in Jesus. Let's pray. Father, thanks. Thank you so much for looking to that out-of-the-way place, for that place that seems so insignificant in its day and its time, just a little village. And yet there you came to be part of every day, Jesus growing up. And when the time was right, you sent him to the world to be the Savior who could conquer all of the weakness who could bear all of our brokenness and now who lives to be part of every day. Father, help us to not blink and miss it. Rather, get us excited and hopeful like the people of Jerusalem when he came marching in. Give us a confidence and a trust in him like that man who was released from those evil spirits and help us to see Help us to see him working in every day so that we can walk, that we can walk forward and be those significant people that you dreamed of from the beginning of time. Father, we thank you and praise you for Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. Amen. Please stand and join.